Welcome to twoquestions.tv. With me today is Berud Sheth, and we're talking about bots. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Berud Sheth. He's the founder and CEO of Goopshoop the world's leading messaging and bot platform used by over 30,000 developers. It handles nearly 4 billion messages per month. He also founded Elance, the world's largest online services marketplace. Rude, thanks for joining me. Hey, Susan, thanks for having me here. I was a big fan of Elance, which is now merged with Odesk and now called Upwork. Big fan, great tool for small business owners. Thank you. Yeah, very welcome. I know there's like 12 million freelancers using it worldwide, so lots of people using it. Yeah. That's what, what a great success that, that has been. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I like, I like big ideas that impact millions of people, and I think obviously Elance is one of those. Uh, even Gupshup, which means chat, by the way, in Hindi. Gupshup, I said it wrong. No, that's okay. I think, uh, but, but chat and conversational experiences, again, are transforming literally everything. So it's going to have far-reaching impact as well. So, so let me ask you about something you just said, and we'll make that our official first question. Um, you said that you like ideas that affect millions of people. Say there's an entrepreneur who's watching this right now. How does someone come up with an idea that affects millions of people and really take it from concept to implementation to really being something that affects millions of people i mean not not the not the, all the specifics but what's the what's your what are your words of advice to someone who's watching and and maybe wants to be an entrepreneur like you who's hugely successful yeah i think i think when you when you uh, firstly just when you're ideating right think of uh, something that's not really a niche or an arrow or a very very specific thing now, yes, ideally you want it to be something you can relate to a personal challenge or experience that you have, but it should also be something that millions of other people have, right? Mm-hmm. So, so think of big problems or very common, commonly occurring problems. Um, you know, that's the starting point. But then, you know, while you have your eyes in the sky, you need to keep your feet on the ground, right? Start small, uh, create a prototype, you know, iterate on it, develop it, gather feedback along the way. Uh, and that sort of gives you, it builds validation. Um, and when people say no, of course, there'll be naysayers when you're trying to do something different. Uh, the important thing is to ask the why, right? Why are they saying no? Understand understand what, right? The, the no is less important. The why they said no is the more important part of it. And that'll help you to find the product, make it better, uh, do a lot of these things. And really, you know, as they say, a, a long journey starts with a single step. I mean, you just one foot in front of the other can over time, it just builds up. You hire good people, the team builds a momentum, it, it kind of grows from there. So it's really, you know, I don't want to simplify it, but at the same time, I don't want to overcomplicate it either. It's really just, you know, start with a big idea, listen to your customers and, and keep running hard. Awesome, wonderful advice. So now with Gupshup, Gupshup. Mm-hmm. You yes. are developing conversational bots. Can you explain for our audience that doesn't know what those are, what they are, and how they'll be used? Sure. So I think uh, you know everybody uses chat, right? In fact, that's the heavily the, the most uh, you know frequent thing that people use their mobile devices for. Perhaps even more than calling, right? So imagine sure, sure. 
uh, now today, most everybody chats with friends and family, but imagine tomorrow if you could also chat with businesses, right? Uh, so you could talk to Uber, talk to Domino's, talk to your favorite brand, uh, whatever it is. Uh, the problem is on the brand side, they get millions of consumers sending them messages, right? So they can't be having uh, individuals chatting. It's sort of simply not scalable, not doable, right? So, so therefore, what they're doing is setting up these automated programs, uh, these, these software agents, if you will, that can chat with humans in, uh, in human form in, in regular format. And these, are, these pro programs are called chatbots, right? So they're, they're sort of automated bots that can chat uh, with people. Uh, it's, it starts with a, with a very simple idea, but it becomes really, really powerful, right? Think about it. So today, uh, consumers interact with businesses through websites and mobile apps, but tomorrow they could just interact with them through chat. Now, the great thing about chat is, firstly, you know, no download, no opening the browser to visit the website. You're just simply chatting. Uh, no training required, again, because instead of clicking on structured interfaces like, like screens and buttons and uh, tabs and so on, now you're just having a conversation, right? And this is, is natural. Nobody, we, we learned this when we were babies, right? You don't need, no training required. So it's natural, it's intuitive, it's simple, it's very direct. Uh, and so on, right? So, so suddenly it just it just scales. So think of it as the new interface, right? And these are conversational interfaces as opposed to the old uh, structured interfaces. Uh, and and I think from so from the end, the consumer experience is delightful. It's simple. Uh, from a business standpoint, it's a it's a phenomenal opportunity to have these private one-on-one -on -one conversations at massive scale, where you can really build a high trust, uh, high engagement relationship. Uh, you know, you can become a, sort of a trusted friend or an advisor or a guide or an assistant to consumers, right? So, so I think it's uh, it's a it's a really big deal. Uh, in you know, in, in in Silicon Valley, we like to use this phrase, you know, major uh, technology paradigm shift. But it's one of these things that happens once a decade, decade, right? I mean, it was the desktop and then the uh, the the web and then mobile apps, and now it's all about these bots and conversation experiences. So. So I think every business, every brand is going to have to uh, build a bot because their users expect to interact with them there. Uh, these bots can also over time become super intelligent because they, they merge with these recent developments in AI and NLP or natural language processing so that you know, to, to have human-like conversation takes, takes a lot of these technologies. But uh, I think all of these are coming together uh, to to enable this, I think it's great for consumers. It's great for businesses, uh, and it's great for entrepreneurs. You know, all the way around. Okay, now, um, so we're on two questions TV, and I'm only allowed to ask you two questions. So technically, that was my two, mm -hmm. but as we agreed before this, we're going to go into a bonus round. <laughs> So, and I have to because you said some things that really triggered uh, some thoughts for me. Um, you said high trust, high engagement, and then you were saying AI and conversation-like and human-like, and I'm thinking, hmm, so let me make sure I understand. What you're saying is these bots engage in dialogue and conversation with the consumer. Mm -hmm. So does the consumer think they're talking with a person? And is that, um, is, it's, to me, as a consumer, I'm thinking, if I think I'm talking to a person and then I end up, talk, it turns out I'm talking to a bot, 
I'm going to be kind of bummed out and maybe less trusting. Um, so do I know I'm talking to a bot? And, and from the marketing side, is that something where um, I am building a relationship? How does that all work? Sure. So I think uh, given the state of today's technology, where um, some of these tools are, are still in development, still in the early stages and so on, I think it's super important for a bot to not misrepresent itself, right? So yeah. it should be very clear, set the right expectation about this is what I can do, this is what I cannot. Um, I'm a bot, I'm still learning, <laughs> things like that. And people are actually very forgiving, right? It's very disarming, right? So, so um, also humans behave differently when they know they're talking to a bot than when they're talking to a human, right? But yes. the, the bot, the queries are, are simpler, like I want to book a ticket, right? But when you're talking to a human, they tend to tell stories, right? Yesterday yeah. this happened, then today this happened, and now I want to do something else. Well, that's really hard for bots to do. So it's, it, it, it helps uh, to avoid uh, mismatched expectations. It helps to sort of, you know, explain how it's going. And even when it doesn't understand, the bot will say, well, I'm sorry, I didn't understand, mm -hmm. but here is what I can do. Can you pick one of these options, right? Mm -hmm. But as it develops, I think, I think very soon we're going to get to a stage where the consumers will neither know nor care whether they're talking to a human or a bot, right? Let's say you send a, a message to a pizza store and you know it took the order and your pizza arrived. Do you know or care whether it was a human or a bot? No. So, so what happens is there's a lot of these conversations that are really transactional. You want to accomplish a task. And if it's good at accomplishing that task, let's say if it's 85, 90, 95% accurate, uh, it actually doesn't matter. I don't want to know. It actually, you know, sort of is too much information, really. It's like, mm -hmm. just get me the pizza, right? You're, you're not, you're not <laughs> That's how I always feel. Just give me the pizza. <laughs> you're not going to have a discussion on the philosophy of life. So, so <laughs> situations where I think bots can be very effective. But, but yeah, I think I err, err on the side of being clear, you know, who you are, what it is. And, 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 and escalating to a human agent, it may say, you know, I'll, I'll talk to my, to my human colleague who can answer this question better and, and, and answering that way. So, so I think this is, this is a, it depends on the context. It depends on what the, the purpose of that conversation is. Uh, and it depends on the evolution of technology in terms of how good it is uh, in terms of, uh, you know, simulating human behavior. And, and the idea is not literally to simulate humans. The idea is to just make it natural, simple, easy, get the task done and, and move on. I will say, um, I almost feel like a part of this is generational because um, for me, when I'm, you know, we have the Amazon Echo, right? So when I talk to Alexa, I know what I'm doing. I know that I'm talking. And I was listening to this story in NPR yesterday and they were comparing adult reactions to Alexa versus children's reactions to Alexa and how um, the, the children didn't really differentiate between person and bot. And we're saying, you know, they, they didn't, you know, they're, with their imaginations, they were even saying, like, they think there's a little woman in there and maybe she lives right. somewhere in there. <laughs> so, so I think yeah. there was not this differentiation, I've heard, maybe. I've heard crazy stories about kids ordering Alexa around saying, hey, do this, play that, yeah. and so on. And then the next thing, they're doing that with their parents saying, mom, do this and dad, do that. You know? Yes. Well, that's another thing they were saying in, in the story was that um, we have to be careful how we, because the, the research is showing that people, adults, 
are, are not, um, you know, when you ask a, a person to do something for you, you use our social convention of courteousness and kindness and politeness and please would you do this and thank you for doing that. And when we use devices like Alexa or the, the Echo, we don't, we're, we're quite rude to them. And so they were saying like, parents, you may want to be a little cautious about this to teach your children there is a difference and, and you may want to be more polite to your bot. So. <laughs> I think, I think soon we'll need a politeness bot with yes. like the politeness police or something. Yeah, wasn't that, um, now I'm showing my nerdiness, but wasn't that what C3PO was all about? It was a protocol droid that was supposed to help us with the, I don't know. Um, so, so I was looking at Gupshup and um, I noticed that it seems to me when I was kind of noodling around on the site, anyone could create a bot. Exactly. So, like so free. Yes, it's well, freemium is the right word. Oh, and, yes. Right. So, so yes, it's free and easy, quick and easy to create bots. It seems. Uh, yeah. So, you know, for developers, we have coding tools, but for everyone else, there are also graphical tools that are just drag and drop. And you can really just create a conversation flow and publish it as a bot, like in minutes, really. Uh, so it's, it's, we made it very easy to get started. Now, of course, if what you want to do is complex, there may be more advanced scope in there. But uh, certainly there's a lot of things that we can do there. It's very interesting. And so um, I, think, I think your point is well made to make sure we're not deceiving anyone and that we know this is just a, a young bot. It's still learning. Um, and it's not intended to completely replace humanity. <laughs> but, <laughs> at any rate, very interesting stuff. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me, Susan. Yeah, and viewers will have a link to the website, so maybe you can go and try to make your own bot. Yes, Think, of yeah, There you go. <laughs> All right, viewers, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been TwoQuestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.